So today on Mark My Words, I have a very special guest. This is somebody I've been really anxious to talk to and meet for a long time. And finally, with this podcast uh, coming to life, I actually found a reason to uh, talk and meet with the lovely Lee Love. She goes by pretty much... uh, one or both or all. She's the pride of Nashville. She is <laughs> she is a personal blogger and she does so much more than that. And just even though a lot of what she does probably doesn't fall in my demographic, Lee is super entertaining to follow on social media. And I want to welcome her to mark my words. So welcome. Thank you. Hey guys. Thank you for having me. And uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up here before we really dive in, I don't know if you really remember how we met, but we actually met in Instagram pod. And I don't, that was like a while ago. It seems like that was more like 10 years ago rather than like two or three. But do you still do those Instagram pods? Do you even remember all that? Yeah, I, I remember I was in that group for a while, um, and then I got out of it. I'm not in it anymore. It was just, like, too much yeah. to keep up with. Um, yeah, so I, w- I was only in it for a very little time, but I do remember it, though. And, no, the only groups I'm in now, um, it's not, like, the follow groups or anything. It's really um, more, like, sharing opportunities and just like sharing encouragement. Um, so I'm in a couple of those, um, just because obviously like blogging, podcasting, social media, you kind of like need motivation to keep doing it. So those have been really good for me. Well, it's a good thing that you've gotten so much out of those groups. And it's a good thing you got out of that one in particular, because I think that might have been the one that I got banned on. <laughs> it's not because I'm like a jerk or anything. So I went to post my uh, Instagram post and it double posted. And the moderators of the group, they just automatically banned me. They thought I was spamming, but I just made a dumb mistake. So. Oh, yeah, there was like a lot of rules in there too. And sometimes some of the moderators in those groups go on like power trips. And I'm just like all about like peace and love and making it easy. And if it's not that, I'm like, oh, this isn't for me. Oh, yeah. I, I'm the same way. I mean, I just found pretty much any group I ever got into to be way too strict. And even if you follow the rules to a T, which I more or less did, you can still get banned. I yeah. am an example of that. And uh, I noticed that you, as far as like your Instagram following, I mean, you've got quite a nice following built up. And you've done that pretty much without Instagram pods or anything like that, which is impressive. And I mean, I know you can't give away all your secrets (laughs) in life, but uh, what do you think uh, has impacted your growth on social media so much? So a few things. Um, First, I really try to engage my audience. Um, 
So I try to post every day, even during quarantine, I've been posting pretty consistently a few times a week. Um, and I really try to do like open-ended questions. Um, so like, I think yesterday I was talking about doing happy hour on Zoom with a few people. And like the question I asked at the end of my caption was like, are you guys tired of happy hours on Zoom? Are you tired of Zoom meetings? Um, so people feel like they're interacting with me. And then I use like relevant hashtags, obviously like Zoom's a hashtag that's like trending right now and online happy hour and stuff like that. So I try to do like relevant stuff at relevant times. Um, so that's really worked for me. And then, you know, I have worked with a few brands, um, you know, before this podcast started, we were talking about a few of them and they're big brands. And because I've worked with them, it's kind of exposed me using their hashtags and their like partner hashtags to like new audience people. So SiriusXM, I worked with Audi last year. Um, and through that partnership, I gained like a lot of new followers through the Audi partnership. Um, and also a lot of like male followers through that too, which I didn't have before. Um, so they have brands, um, just trying to like be relevant, use like really good hashtags. Those have definitely worked. Um, and then I get a lot of people through like my business too, which is great. Um, so I do like a lot of blogger networking events and teach classes. Um, and so people like follow me through that as well. So all kind of tied together. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've noticed that as far as branding and uh, linking up with brands, you're, like, amazing at it. And I know that must come from the marketing background that you have. But how I, – I know some people, it just kind of, for whatever reason, it just happens. But for you, I feel like it's been a lot more skillful. And I'm just curious to know – how how did you like get started with building up all your branding like how do you go about doing that well building up my personal brand for my blog is that yes so i think it comes from my marketing background um and so i just know that you know when you think about like the best brands like a nike or you know target they have like logos that resonate they are consistent and you know, how they use their name across, you know, social media and digital channels. Um, they're also consistent in their coloring and tone of voice and all those different things. And so, you know, I've worked on similar brands and I basically tried to build my personal brand like that. Um, and so I do get comments from people that say they can see that come through. And, you know, I definitely try to stay positive um, in my like tone of voice. And when I'm speaking to people via Instagram stories or captions, and most people actually had a brand reach out like two days ago and they were just like, oh, we love your pictures. We love what you stand for. We can't pay you right now, but we'd love to work with you in the future when we can. And I was like, okay, great. Like, thanks for the note. Um, but it makes me feel good when I do hear that because I know that I'm doing something right. But, you know, people just want to see consistency um, and then just really have like everything tight together, like who you are, what you stand for. And that will show, you know, through your social media. Yeah, I have definitely experimented on my end, and I'm definitely not a marketing uh, guru by any stretch. So one thing that I can say, especially like your festival chick uh, profile, it's like very clean and beautiful. It's just a really nice looking presentation, even though all the pictures are different. 
they all kind of like fit together. And the little bit that I have learned is that that kind of presentation matters. That matters a lot, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Um, and so everyone knows like what he's referring to. So like my biggest personal page is Lovely Love. Um, so I do style travel and events on that Instagram and that's my personal blog. And then a few months ago, maybe like six months ago now, I started another Instagram page called The Festival Chick just because I go to so many music festivals, which is like super sad this year because obviously I'm not going to be able to go to any. But I started The Festival Chick just to talk about like when I do go to festivals, I go to like at least six a year. Um, And I've been to over 13 different ones, 30 times. And so I just made a page that I could put like festival quotes on, do throwback pictures, share festival fashion. Um, And I really do have what I call like a grid style um, because I really, those nine tiles that people look at when they first come to your page, it's kind of like them judging you. um, And you kind of want to put your best presentation forward for them to judge you on. And so I came up with the formula where it's like, quote, picture, quote, or, you know, picture, quote, quote, something like that. Um, and I'm glad you recognized it because that was the point for people to see it was like strategically done. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a tremendous like presentation overall. And I know a little bit, there was a guy, I actually do remember his name, but he had an interesting background. I won't mention his actual name, but that was something that he really emphasized was just having a certain look and presentation. And it made me think of him when I looked at that particular profile, because I was like, that's what he's going for. That's what he was trying to teach. That's yeah. something I'm not doing. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, but, it works, but there's, there's other formulas that work too. I just chose that one because I knew what I wanted to do and I knew that that would work best for like my goal so do you create like your own graphics and stuff like that so not really um I could so I use over um have you heard of that app before actually I haven't so um it's a free app on your phone um but you can, I have like the pro version. And so you really, it comes with like thousands of templates and fonts and pictures and um, you can do videos in there and it comes with story formats and post formats. Um, and so I do use that sometimes, but like the really pretty graphics that you see on any of my feeds, those are professionally done. I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses <laughs> and graphic design is not a strength of mine. And so I just outsource it because I would rather just have it done right and pay for it than, you know, people kind of be like, well, it's kind of like tilted. The logo's a little crooked. <laughs> so, so yeah, I use somebody else for that. Um, just because I also, it just frees up my time to do other stuff because I have like so many other things for the blog and the social media channels I need to focus on that it just makes it easier. And that's really interesting that you're outsourcing some of that for yourself. So I mean, it sounds like you have a pretty full schedule as is. You're working a day-to-day job. You're managing all this other stuff on the side. And I can imagine that you want all of this to become your full-time gig. And uh, in addition to that, you're outsourcing, which 
I'm clearly not doing if you look at some of the graphics I've created. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's something I've considered, but haven't gotten to that point. I'm, I'm very, like, prideful. I guess I want to do everything and try everything. And yeah. that's not always the best route because I'm not a great graphic designer. So sometimes you just got to recognize your, your talents and what maybe you yeah. need to help with. And no, that's really great that you're doing that and making all that. You know, it's just helping with that presentation, the whole package, which is really amazing. And uh, so you mentioned festivals and I know how much you're missing festivals and events. Um, how are you planning to fill that void until everything picks up again? I, a lot of throwbacks. Once again, I have been to a lot of festivals, um, so I got a lot of content, thankfully. Um, but I do plan, I recently got on TikTok. <laughs> um, and so I do have some like TikTok content planned. Like, I guess maybe two weeks ago, I did like Coachella at home. Um, so I basically like set up a camping site in my living room and like watched Coachella throwback videos on YouTube. Um, and it actually did pretty well. Um, so I have some stuff planned like that of like doing festivals in my house. Um, so yes, yeah, stay tuned for that content. <laughs> I will. You know, I feel like everybody's been experimenting with social media. And one of the things that people have been experimenting with is TikTok. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Because for me, I think I'm more of like a write things down and even though I'm doing this podcast and I'm trying to be more visual and out there, doing like things like TikTok, you know, you, at least for me, I envision doing something silly and crazy or zany, but you're not doing that. You're doing something pretty uh, cool. And I think opening up your mind to what you can actually do. Did you think going into this that, that is a, uh, like a strategy that could go over or be successful. How confident were you in that? Um, I would say no, but I've recently learned TikTok is so much easier to grow on than Instagram. Um, and it's so much easier to get engagement. So I don't have a lot of followers on either of my TikTok, but I get like over a thousand views on some videos like I think the best video I've done got like close to like 1200 views and I have like 50 followers so it's like you can tell that like TikTok shows your videos to people so like 1200 views I'm happy I'm like that's great um and it only took me like 30 minutes to film it um so it definitely wasn't a strategy um but I like TikTok and I will say to your point I have found that yeah, there's the kids that do the dances, which I'm not doing the dances on there. But there's a lot of like tutorials. Um, there's a lot of marketing tips on there too. Um, a lot of people just do Instagram tips too, even though it's TikTok. Um, and even marketing tips too. I'm really surprised that like there is very like educational content on there. And so a lot of the people I follow are like the over 30, because I'm over 30, um, and like marketing people. Um, so I actually spend a lot of time there just like watching videos and learning stuff, which is good. I never thought I would learn anything from TikTok. But 
I've learned stuff. <laughs> so. Wow, that's that's actually really educational for me because I'm I'm not the kind of person who goes and does zany stuff and dances or does all that weird stuff that people do. I this this is my speed doing an interview with amazing people like you and you know just being myself and I feel like what you're doing on TikTok is you're just being yourself. And that, that to me is encouraging because that automatically opens up my mind as somebody who's not only over 30, but just edged over 40. So I'm definitely not getting any younger. And, Let uh, me tell you, the TikTok over 30 hashtag has like multi-millions of like people using it. And the over 41 has a lot too, like millions of people use it. So there's definitely a crowd there. I think the best thing that I've seen people say about TikTok is like Instagram is, you know, we just talked about the feeds, trying to be like beautiful feeds and beautiful pictures. And TikTok is a little bit more like raw where like you don't have to put on makeup and it's just more so you being you and you're not really worried about the likes and stuff because you're just kind of doing it for fun or just talking to whoever you want to talk to. Um, and so that's why I feel a little, I've probably been creating more for TikTok than Instagram lately. Um, just because I'm like kind of in my house and I'm chilling. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll do like a TikTok video as opposed to like, oh, let me go outside and catch the sunlight and do a pretty Instagram picture. <laughs> and I think that's why TikTok has suddenly caught on a little bit more. Because everybody is kind of stuck at home. Everybody knows that yep. they can't do anything too terribly, you know, pretty or zany or anything like that. You're pretty limited, but apparently from what you tell me, you still have a lot of the world open to you. And yeah. I will have to take another look. I just posted my first TikTok, like, I think a week or two ago. I did a little bit now. I'm not a boxer by any means, but... We have a boxing pair of boxing gloves and a and a punching bag. I had two really terrible days when the whole Corona wave really picked up and everything got suspended. I was kind of on the forefront of all that stuff coming in where I work and all the changes. So I did like just a two minute video of me just bashing the bag which actually came out pretty good because my wife did the video and uh, she's amazing with video. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I actually wound up posting that and doing some slow-mo stuff. And I was like, man, now only if I could find other things to do with this. This is like the one thing I got. So I appreciate you. I'm sure uh, you can literally just find random stuff to do around your house and you make it into a TikTok video. <laughs> Well, I cooked most of our dinners. Maybe I can do that. So, there you go. Who knows? But uh, before, I mean, we still got a little bit of a ways to go here, but we've been so off, <laughs> so off of where I wanted to go with this. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about is going back to about the time you graduated college, and I know you went back, I think, at least once or twice 
after I think One. 2010, twice. Yeah, I I read up on your uh, blog actually. So, <laughs> but um, back in those days, did you ever think that you would be striving to do all this personal branding for yourself? Did you think you have a blog? Did you think that, oh, I'm just going to work, you know, in the next 30, 40 years for a company or a couple different companies? What were you thinking back then? Yeah. So I actually started my first blog when I graduated in 2010. And my first blog was called Social PR World. <laughs> and it was all about marketing, social media, and PR. And so I've always had a blog for like over a decade almost. And I love writing. Um, and so I never, I knew I kind of would always keep a blog. So that's not surprising to me. I didn't know what it would turn into. I had hopes um, when I was fresh out of college, it would turn into something. Um, but I will definitely say it fell off a few times. I will say I didn't pick it back up until like 2016, 2017. Um, and I'm happy I did because I'm here now. Um, but yeah, there was definitely, I never knew it would be what it is today. Um, but yeah, I always knew I would do some kind of writing because um, it's therapeutic to me. I definitely like sharing stories as well. Um, so my father is um, an author. He's like working on his last book right now. And then my mom is a former English teacher. So I've been writing since I was a baby. I used to enter like writing competitions when I was in elementary school. Um, so yeah, that's something that I always love. And just, you know, I do a lot of stuff and people ask me about it. So the blog was always like an easy outlet to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for what it's turned into. It's definitely been a long road, hard work. A lot of me sitting down trying to figure out what I wanted it to be and how it would become that um, and a lot of just building plans and then executing the plan. And it takes hard work to brand yourself and to have a blog and sustain it and get to the point where you're doing all this incredible stuff with like giveaways and all this other stuff. It's not it, for as fun as cool as it sounds on paper, it, it takes a lot of work, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm doing um, two giveaways right now, which I probably should have planned that a little bit better on my page. Um, but one of them coordinated with some local bloggers in Nashville, because one of them had the idea of like giving away gift cards to local restaurants to help them out. Um, so we're doing like e-gift cards. So I thought that was really great. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm happy to participate. Um, just because obviously like a lot of local businesses need help right now. So I thought that was great. And then the other one was another small business. They reached out to me to give away some juice um, boxes that they do. Um, and so I was like, sure, because I'm actually drinking it right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, it's really good. Um, but this is like resilient juice for like um, boosting your immune system, which also is great. So I was like, oh yeah, I can give away like three boxes of those to my followers. I try to do stuff that's like, once again, like relevant to like what's going on. Um, I never do like random stuff that like no one's interested in. I really try to read my audience and my audience also tells me a lot of like what they want and what they like. Um, and so if it really doesn't fit in there, I don't do it. But these two giveaways made sense. Um, and also, like, my followers are great, so I love giving them things, um, just as, like, a thank you for following me. 
Um, and so, yeah, I love doing that. And that brings me to a point that I wanted to get into. So when I think of you, one of the things I think of is just how much pride you have in Nashville and how much love you have for the city. I see it all the time. And just the fact that you would back local businesses like this doesn't surprise me at all. But I know that for a while, much like a lot of us, you went to college in different cities and some of my favorite cities in the country, I might add. And uh, at that point, did you think as you were bouncing around, did you think eventually you would wind up back in Nashville doing everything you're doing? Yeah, I always say Nashville is a little big city. Um, we are like very close knit. So the people I grew up with, I'm still very close to now. Um, and so I went to college in Atlanta at Spelman. I was there for four years, graduated. And then I moved back to Nashville to work for about two years in 2010. And then I moved to Chicago to start graduate school at Northwestern. And once I finished there, I went to Minneapolis to work at General Mills. And I was up there for about three years. And General Mills is in Minneapolis. Um, so if you're not familiar, it is freezing cold up there most of the year. Um, and Nashville is more of a moderate climate. Um, and so while I was up there, I knew I was coming back to Nashville <laughs> because I've missed the like warm weather. Like when it snows in April in Minnesota, I was just like, oh man, I could be in Nashville and it'd be 77 and sunny outside. Um, and so, yeah, I, I always knew I would come back here. My parents still live here. One of my brothers still lives here. I still have so many friends. Um, and then I just know so many people in the city that have small businesses, um, just, just friends. Um, yeah, you know, home is home. Home is where the heart is. Um, yeah, but I will rep Nashville till I die. <laughs> Nashville over everything. I think you probably see my t-shirt I have. <laughs> So, yeah, yes. you have shown so much pride in Nashville, and I love seeing that. I love seeing a good city, you know, just being represented like that with so much heart and the love that you're showing for it, which is amazing. But I will say, I even though I've never been in Minneapolis in the winter, I will tell you, I was there late August, a couple years ago, and then September 1st, I kid you not, it already felt like it was November. Yeah, that's that's Minneapolis for you. I knew even at that point, I'm like, no, this city's not for me. It's a beautiful city, but... It, Minneapolis is great, but the weather is like a hard adjustment if you're not used to it. Well, what was your favorite city that you've lived in that wasn't Nashville? <laughs> Good question. Um, I would probably, I mean, I'd love Minneapolis because there's a lot to do. Um, and I love the people there, but I will probably say Chicago is my favorite city. Chicago is just such a world-class city. Um, I feel like there was always something different and new to do. There was always people out no matter what day or time of night it was. Um, and you could just hop on the train and go anywhere. And I love the accessibility of like hopping on the train anytime. So that was pretty awesome. 
Um, and then like summertime shy is the best, you know, being able to go to the beach and um, walking around the city. So yeah, I think Chicago was my favorite city to live in. I probably wouldn't ever live there again because it's also really cold. <laughs> but I do love to visit Chicago though. So I visited Chicago for a few days. I had a really good time. But I also found it to be insanely busy. Is that oh, yes, true? It, it, it's a huge city, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that to me, as much as I like like, I thought it was busier than New York. That's how busy I thought it was. It depends on, like, when you go and where you go. But, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I pretty much knew that that city was off the list. Because <laughs> it's a great city, but it's just, wow, it's really, really busy, depending yeah. on where you go. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, we've covered... Your favorite cities, where you've been, and what you're doing. What do you see the future being for your blog and just how you want to brand yourself? I mean, you talk about travel and festivals. Is this something that you want to like build on more and travel more and expand? Yes. Um, so when I can travel safely, I will. Um, I still tentatively have some um, trips planned for the end of 2020, so we'll see. Um, but yes, I definitely, I'm an explorer, so I definitely want to keep traveling domestically and internationally. Um, I have a list in my phone of places I want to go. I'm trying to keep checking off the list. Um, and then... Yeah, I definitely um, see myself doing like more fashion. I think something I'm getting into more on my personal blog is a little bit more beauty. I never am going to be like a makeup guru or like a hair expert, but I do like to share the things that I like and I love. Um, so like if I find like brand of lotion or body mist or whatever it might be that I like, I share with my followers and I'm just like, if you want to try it, you can try it. If not, you don't have to. Um, but a lot of them are interested, so I do share it. Um, but yeah, travel is always going to be a huge focus. Um, continue to like go event events. That's another another thing I focus on too. Um, but yeah, definitely keep growing the brand. Um, it's going to evolve as I evolve. You know, I when I work with like new bloggers, that's what I tell them. I'm like, you are a person. You, you're going to change your blog will change along with you and that's okay you grow up and get older you might have kids get married divorce whatever it might be and your blog's like a reflection of all those things and that's a really good point because i've started like i really started truly taking my blogging seriously about three years ago and back in those days my mindset was i'm a writer that's what I do. I don't do anything else. I don't do video. I don't do podcasts. Mm -hmm. I don't do any of that stuff. But life changes and you change. And I feel like one thing I've seen in myself, and of course, I've put the work in to make those changes. I've taken the risk, and I say, quote, unquote, risk of posting video content and doing stuff like that, seeing how it's received, seeing how I feel, and just learning that, okay, I can do this, and I feel comfortable 
it's meant everything to me because now I'm doing all this. And you asked me three years ago, I would have said, I'm, I'm a blogger. I write. That's what I do. And it's interesting that you said that. And I'd be curious to know, like, how has the evolution of how you go about branding yourself, how has that gone for you? Have you ever had any doubts about, oh, I don't know if I can do video content or I don't know if I can do this or that? Did it ever require any, like, personal, I'm going to take a risk and, oh, yeah. wow, this worked? Like, how has all this evolved for you just as a person? Yes, yeah, so... I started out, and I was like, I'm just going to do, like, pictures and just going to do writing. Um, I recently have started doing more video content, but I work with a videographer for, like, the really big video content because, once again, know my strength. <laughs> um, but I've, I'm pretty impressed on how good I've gotten on TikTok, so I'm proud of myself for that. Um, and it's, it definitely has worked well. I see my audience, they definitely like that. Um, so it's something I'm going to keep up. But as far as like evolution of brand, um, so yeah, music used to be a part of my personal blog, like really heavily. Um, and that's when I decided like I should make Festival Chick and like move it away. Um, so I could focus more on style for my personal blog. Um, and what I did when I did like my rebranding was basically just tell my followers like, hey, this is why I'm kind of rebranding. Uh, this is why I'm creating the Festival Chick. If you still want all the music and stuff, you can go over there. Um, this page is going to focus on style and travel. And I didn't really lose any followers, um, and people understood, and it was good. I think as long as you just do it in a strategic way, um, and you do it from a place that's like, hey, this is why, people will understand the why and accept it and be okay. Well, how much of that do you feel has to do with you? Because you said you didn't really lose any followers and everything, even though you rebranded, you just kept moving right along. Like, I personally, as somebody who's been following you for a few years, I mean, unless you go into some really crazy stuff, I mean, I feel like I'm along for the the ride, the lovely ride, because there's, and it's hard to see when you are that person, but when I look at your content and I'm following it, I'm like, this is a person who's pretty charismatic and is really good at, you know, talking on video and presenting, and you just have a really good, like, it's hard to, like, describe you know some people just have that gift I almost feel like you have that gift and I don't know if you see that but I mean how much yeah <laughs> hey I not not to overstroke your ego I'm just being no I I appreciate honest. it I, I definitely know what you're trying to say um yeah like at the end of the day it doesn't matter like what I build for my personal brand because it really is me and if people don't like me, it doesn't matter how pretty my feed looks or what my logo looks like or anything like that. Like at the end of the day, people just really care if like I'm a good person and do I make them feel good and do I keep them interested in what I'm talking about? 
I mean, that's essentially why people follow you and why they unfollow you. Um, so no, I definitely appreciate that. But yeah, I just try to be myself, honestly. Um, something I talked to someone about recently was like, I don't ever want to meet people in person and they either say, you don't look like how you look on your Instagram or they say, um, you don't talk like how you talk on your Instagram or you don't have the same personality. Um, so I just try to, what you see on my Instagram is if you saw me out at Kroger, well, maybe not at Kroger because I look a little rough at Kroger, but, <laughs> but if you saw me anywhere else, um, I would be in the same clothes, doing the same thing, talking the same way. Um, and so, yeah, that's why, like, I, I do know people that sometimes put on, like, a facade for their Instagrams. And those are the ones that sometimes will be successful, but I feel like most of the time not. And also for me, I feel like that's exhausting to, like, be someone else and talk another way. I'm just like, this is my voice. <laughs> This is what I sound like. This is what you guys are going to get. Um, but yeah, like I lose followers every day. I gain followers every day. And I just focus on the followers that I do have. Um, I think that was the best piece of advice a really big blogger gave me. She was like, never focus on the followers you lose or the followers you don't have. Focus on keeping the ones you do, making sure they're happy and they feel appreciated um, and she was like, if you'll do that, you'll grow and you'll be successful. So that's kind of just what I've been doing for the past few years. And I think it's really amazing that you've been able to maintain that kind of pact with yourself that I'm going to be myself because me, I'm just thinking for myself, what I'm wearing right now is exactly what I would wear to work. It's what I would wear. We don't have Kroger up here, but that's why I would wear the safe way. And I I know personally, I kind of made the same pact with myself to just always be myself. And I know some people are good at having an alter ego yeah. and being something else. But I've always had the motto of just approaching my whole life, honestly, because it's just so much more cleansing that way. And I feel like why should my online life be any different? I mean, I'm not a great actor anyway. You can ask my wife. I try to act with her. She's just like, no, I'm not buying it. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I just, yeah, honesty is the best policy. And I like who I am, and I hope other people do too. And if they don't, I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> and you know, that's kind of the attitude I've taken because I used to focus a little more on followers and stuff and now I just feel like I'm doing so much like I'm doing this I'm still doing my blog I'm making dinner most nights I've got so much going on I have like a 90 minute commute to work on top of that so oh, wow. yeah so I don't have time to worry about followers I mean I like followers it's great you know the have people come along for the ride. But yeah. I, I too have learned that it can't be like the number one thing you focus on. And yeah. Cause then you just lose sight of like why you started. And once again, it's, it's really just about sharing your story, whether it's sharing your story with five people or 5,000 people or 50,000 people. Um, it's just like being true to yourself, authentic. Um, and yeah, the people that appreciate it and like it will love it. And then those that don't, you're like, oh, well. 
Well, would you say that this is probably like your number one advice for not only starting a blog, but just branding yourself online, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want to do? I mean, yeah, I think, you know, there's so many influencers and bloggers and, you know, personalities. I think people can like smell bullshit. And I hope I'm okay to curse on this. But. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. It's, uh... <laughs> but people can smell BS. And people, I don't think, like that anymore. Even, like, reality TV, I think that's, like, a great example. Do you remember, like, real world, like, back in the 90s? It was, like, gritty. Like, the camera was shaky and the lighting was bad. And it was probably filled on, like, a camcorder. And you were, like, you could tell that people were being their, like, true selves. If you watch, like, reality TV now, like, they're all made up. And you can tell the lighting's done. And it's just, like, it's not real. And, like, people want to get back to, like, just what's real. I think also with everything that's going on, I think it's made people kind of, like, stop and reprioritize and, like, remember what's important. And what's important is, like, your real friends, your real family, people that make you happy, things that bring you joy. Um, And so I think that's what people are seeking from blogs. And so I think if you come from that place, I think you'll be successful. I wouldn't come from a place of, like, you know, trying to be something you're not or trying to get money out of things. Um, You know, I make money from my blog now, but that's not why I do it. And I would still do my blog even if I did make money from it. Um, That's like not a big deal to me because I'm like, I just want to share my story and just want to have a place to kind of release. Um, And so that's what my blog is. And yeah, I, I would say that's my number one advice is just be authentic. Um, Find a like purpose that is going to make you happy and I think that will shine through and make you successful very good advice and I mean I can definitely agree with you on just the whole aspect of being real and just what people want nowadays especially right now because I think we're all whether our lives are amazing or not so amazing is causing everybody to take a look at themselves and there's nothing else going on. The only thing you can really do is look at yourself and look at your life and just take stock of it. And uh, it's been uh, pretty deep. And I mean, that's where having people like you out there to just continue that wave of realness. And, you know, I think that's really needed out there because I think the media is giving us a little too much fluff and fantasy, even with stuff that's supposed to be real. Yeah. And I agree with you on the real world. It's completely different. I don't even know what it looks like now, but I know it's not the real world. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that show in years. Um, But yeah. You know, I, I remember what it was like when it was in the 90s and I watched it, like, TRL, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I was there right with you. It was a different time, I know that. Um, So, I feel like we're kind of getting close to the end of our time here. Um, Is there anything that you... I'm basically looking at my phone for notes. I'm not ignoring you here um let me see if there's anything that i haven't asked you 
which I think we've pretty much uh, covered everything. Yeah, we uh, we did pretty good. So, awesome. Yeah, well, I'm so thankful that you had me. Um, and you definitely, <laughs> I know today is my afternoon off, but, you know, I'm thankful I did this because you saying that you like following me and you're like a lifelong follower. I totally appreciate that. And I will be honest with you. I was making TikTok videos before I got on the camera with you. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm motivated to like make some more TikTok videos for the weekend. <laughs> That's what we need. We need more lovely in our lives. Because <laughs> you really are great on camera, whether you're having fun or being serious. Like, yeah, you definitely need that. And I'll, I've come find you. I can't promise I have much going on on my end, but that is definitely, this conversation is going to inspire me to see if I can try to come up with something on my end. And, I think uh, you can. I'm going to, like, challenge you to do that this weekend. You got to make, like, one TikTok video before Sunday night. I like it. I like it, because I'm going back to work on Monday, so. There you uh, go. Yeah, I got to get back to it at that point. But uh, I knew this was going to be a great conversation. I've been, again, I've been a fan of yours for quite a while and have really enjoyed the ride of just following you and the evolution and just watching you, uh, just the way you work and the way you advertise and everything from giveaways to festivals, which... Hopefully you can get back to you real soon. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of things I want to get back to as well, like going to sporting events and just watching sporting events. I'll even take that. Yeah. They can have no fans in the stands. I don't care. I'll take it. I think you and a lot of other men across the country are ready for sports. Um, yeah, I, I know ESPN is ready too. <laughs> Oh, I I can't imagine. Yeah, I, I can't even watch the replays anymore. I'm just like... Somebody else said that they were like, I'm so tired of all the replays. They're like, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I get on PlayStation and create my own reality. So. Yeah. But uh, is there uh, anywhere that anybody can find you on uh, social media or how can they get a hold of you if they want to partner up with you? Yeah, great question. So lovely love. Um, and for those of you guys that are listening, it's L-O-V-E-L-E-I-G-H-L-O-V-E. -E -E. Um, so it's lovelylove.com, lovely love on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, all the channels. <laughs> just it's the same across any channel. Um, but yeah, I'm always open to talk to people. Um, so you know, just send me a message, follow me. Um, and thank you for listening. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Thanks for taking time out of your day. And hopefully, uh, I will feel much less guilty about uh, taking up your day. I know you're working extremely hard. And that that one uh, video I watched on your story, I'm like, oh, no, she needs a break. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like, literally, the sun is shining. Um, it's perfect patio weather, so I'm good. I got, like, four good hours of sunlight left. I'm happy. Yeah, you're, you seem like such a social person anyway, so 
I knew you you'd be game you'd come around and I know you're always having uh happy hours and stuff <laughs> like that and which always on a Zoom happy hour. Always like Zoom is my new life. Zoom that, and house party. That is pretty much everybody's life right now. But yeah. uh Thank you for taking time out of your day and for sharing. And it was amazing to have you on uh, the show. Thanks a All lot. Right. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate it. And I'm thankful that you had me on. All right. Thanks a lot. And uh, we'll come back with a new episode of Mark My Word soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>